Well, obviously you're an idiot. <laughs> Tell me why. What year is this book from? Uh, it's 1974, I think. Yeah. <laughs> pop one up, me. The Harry Potter books were <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, see, this is the pr- there's a problem with the first thing is like, <laughs> yeah, we need to get the ball rolling. That's the problem. Yeah, the once, once you get the ball rolling, it just like rolls into, just rolls, you know. It, yeah. What's the? Uh, is there some some story about a Greek guy pushing a boulder up a hill? Is it Sisyphus or something? Sisyphus. That's that's Google. Greek guy push boulder up hill. Yeah. Greek guy push. Greek guy pushing rock uphill is like the first like Google result that comes up, so that's pretty good. And it is Sisyphus. Hey, there you go. I know things. Yeah, so basically we're going to do the anti-Sisyphus and push the, <laughs> the boulder down the hill. Get it talking. So do, they all, do, do all those Greek guys have crazy names like Sisyphus and Icarus because he flew too close to the sun and like Yana. We love the us sound. Thanasis. Thanasis. Uh... Herculesus, Zeusus. <laughs> Although Zeus is already Zeus already has an us sound on the end of it. He doesn't need another us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zeus is the end of the name. It's like Zeus, the Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus. Uh man. Yeah. All right. Well, so uh, <laughs> did that get the ball rolling? <laughs> <laughs> you know. The ball, it's, it's just, you know, it's a thing. Dr. Zeus had a bit of a run there for a little while with Cat in the Hat and then, like, uh, uh, the Lorax and uh, Horton Here's a Who. There's, there hasn't been many uh, Dr. Zeus movies in recent time. He mean, wait, oh, so you said movies. I think in books, but... Nah, he ain't writing any more books. <laughs> nah, he's been, he been dead quite some time. Yeah. What's Dr. Zeus's actual name? Because I really, he's one of those people that I don't actually know um, a whole lot about. Dr. Martin Zeus. Dr. Martin Zeus. He died. <laughs> What's he died six name? months after I was born. There you go. In in a lot of ways, you're pretty well responsible for his death, then, I suppose. Hmm. Oh, something I learned the other day. Rosa Parks uh, died in 2005. So there's a pretty good chance that she watched Shrek. So think about that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I think I read that at some point. Uh <sighs> Which is a weird thing to say that you... <laughs> I was doing some light reading about Rosa Parks <laughs> watching right, Shrek. Light, light reading about... What year did Shrek Back come out? The bus. Shrek, what year did Shrek come out? Uh, well, somebody once told me that it came out in... <laughs> did not work. <laughs> somebody once told me that it came out in 2001. All right. Uh, 2001, so it'd been out for four years before she yeah. died. So how old was she when she passed away? Oh, Google, help me out. She was very old. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not going to be honest. She was born in 1913. She died in 2005. I'm not good at maths. Uh, so 2013 would have been 100, take seven years, 93. That sounds about right. I don't know if she'd be watching Shrek at 93, like 80, 89 to 93. Maybe she has some grandkids. Maybe. Maybe. 
that was some quick maths, and I'm not sure if it was correct, but at least we're in the ballpark. And I yeah. don't know. I don't she know. She was in the 90s. Yeah. Would a woman. Hey, Google, would a woman in the 90s watch, watch Shrek? <laughs> I, well, I like to think that in my 90s, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching Shrek again, you know? Yeah, but that's because it's like you lived through the initial release, you lived through the meme. Like, you know. I don't know. So, so it's 2021 and I turned 30 this year. So, right. So that means that night has this year. So in 2081, I'm watching Shrek. Yeah. I mean, Cyberpunk's already come to fruition for four <laughs> yeah. years. Just downloading Shrek into my brain in 2081. I mean, in that case, then yeah, maybe we're all watching Shrek. <laughs> like... I, I was thinking the other day about how, like, you know, the Google Glass came and went, and I was like, you know, it'd be pretty cool to be able to be at work, just like doing whatever you want, you know, whatever you're doing for work, and then having like, you know, the footy on on the Google Glass in the top mm. right hand corner, and you'd be able to just watch it while you're doing something. You know, that'd be pretty good. If we can have Shrek downloaded into our brains, then yeah, <laughs> just, maybe maybe we are. You walk around the street, you're like, yeah, yeah, onions have layers. <laughs> The ice we skate, it's getting pretty thin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, so Jack, my world's on fire. How, how's yours? Uh, I don't know enough of the lyrics <laughs> to complete the rest of the song. <laughs> All right. So if you, had to have, if you had to have one song downloaded into your brain forever, you can, you can only have one. So the, the scientists are like, Great news. We've, we've come up with this technology, but at the moment it's flawed. You can only have one feature length film put into your brain. What, what, wait, wait, film or song? Uh, uh, you started out like one song and then you, you switched. Uh, sorry. Topic. Sorry. I meant to say film. I meant to say film. Okay. Film. One film in my head. Yeah. Oh, you want something pretty like, you want, you want something hopeful, right? Like something that makes you feel good. I guess. Cause like, Yes, because I mean, there's no point in putting something like you know, Toy Story three, and just being sad like all the time. <laughs> like yeah. just the permanent, the, just just the the furnace scene, just playing a loop on your brain. You're like, man, the toys almost died. Like you know, you don't want that. No, nah, but then you have the constant uplift of them all being saved. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But more, I, I, I more want just like movies that are, like continuously uplifting. Well, would you go for uplifting, like, good time, or would you go for, like, humor, or would you go for just, like, pure length? Like, would you get mm. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's The Aviator put in your brain? I'm going to be honest, I've not seen that movie. Ah, well, if Zen was here, I'm sure he could give you a synopsis of it, which I was kind of <laughs> hoping he would tune in. With. So, I went through this weird period in my life where my mum hated uh, Leonardo DiCaprio so much that we was weren't she? allowed to watch his movies in, his, in our house. And, and she was on the, the Oscar committee as well? Or the- <laughs> yeah, my mum is single-handedly responsible for why Leonardo DiCaprio didn't receive an Oscar for so long. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so many people were wondering for so long, and now we know. Yeah, we know. Terry is directly <laughs> responsible. Uh, no, movie. Um, I'm just going to go with Shaun of the Dead. No, no, it's so sure, sure, sure. that uh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. That's a good oh, movie. It's, it's 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 my goat movie. I've seen that movie so many times. It is essentially uploaded into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I love everything about it. There was a time where like I watched it on my own once and then a week later someone was like I've never seen that. I was like, "Oh, you have to you have to watch it." 
And so we watched it together. And then I was in Adelaide like a week after that and it was on TV or something called that. It was on Fox Cell or whatever. So I watched, I watched it three times in two and a half weeks. Didn't get sick of it though. It's a great movie. It's fantastic. It's like one of my absolute all-time favorites. It's, uh, it's got a lot. I was on a podcast uh, from America um, well, a few months ago now called Have Not Seen This. Uh, the host Rafe Telsch has a guest on every week to talk about uh, movies that you're surprised when people say they've never seen them, a beloved movie of yours. And I, I went in with Hot Fuzz because, you know, it seems like everyone's seen it, but then, like, more often than not, I'll be talking about it to someone and they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And it's like, what? And then, then I watch it with them and then I know and then they know and then I know again. It's pretty good. I don't know what movie I would pick. That's It's, a, it's an interesting question. It's an interesting question. I might get, like, Winter Soldier? So I've seen Captain Falcon and the and the uh, Winter Soldier. Man, brain just like stopped there a second. And yeah, that's it's it's up there as my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, I think I think Winter Soldier is probably my favorite of of the Marvel franchise. It's just it's just a good vibe, so and it's on the long no. side too. So you're getting bang for your buck. The knife flip. Oh. Just. Ooh. <laughs> It's interesting too because, like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there's like a, I saw like a gift set at one point that was like the fight scene in Captain America: The Winter Soldier when he with that that knife flip scene and he like then puts it into the side of the van and it gets pushed yeah. is like, um, almost like mirrored in um, Civil War. There's like a fight scene on a roof between. Um, Black Panther and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and, and he, he puts the claws, puts into, the, claws into the like yeah. and, and stuff. But there's like a there's a bunch of different things. Um, I think even like T'Challa like lands on the roof and skids back and stops himself on the roof, the same way the Winter Soldier does when he gets flinged off the car and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's pretty awesome how they're just like yeah yeah we're we're gonna basically just have this subliminally like yeah. I've seen this before. This is very familiar. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So I was talking about today. Like, there's there's this big difference in the Marvel movies because obviously, like, I know you haven't seen uh, Captain Falcon: The Winter Soldier, but there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like super soldiers in it, okay. and there's a big, big, uh, big thing in like the difference. Like, they kind of like hint at different power levels, sort of different here, like different people. Are any of them and- over nine thousand? <laughs> Surprisingly, no. But um, one thing that really sticks out to me is the difference between Marvel heroes pulling their punches and Marvel heroes that are heroes and villains that are fighting to the death. Yep. Like, Cap is, like, Captain Fat, like, the original OG Steve Rogers is the strongest of all the, all the super soldiers. But he always, always pulls his punches. You know, he, he's not out to hurt people because that's not who he is. Yeah. Whereas you compare those to, like, Winter Soldier in um, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, like, it's just out to kill him. Mm. And the, the difference then in strength is, like, Winter Soldier is just outrightly trying to kill him, just easily overpowers him because, you know, he's trying to kill him. And that pops up again a couple of times in, in the series that, you know, the difference between people trying to kill someone and just trying to survive or just, you mm. know, trying to incapacitate someone is, like, massive in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a subtle, like, almost nuance of, like, 
you know, you could easily not read into that and just be like, yeah, every blow anyone ever hits is designed yeah. to kill that person. It's like yeah, when I um, mean, you can sit and watch and go, oh man, that that hero is so much stronger than the other hero, and you go, well, no, it's like that hero is like is the difference between that hero is like trying to kill someone and that hero is trying to incapacitate someone. Like, yeah. Exactly. I mean, even in Civil War, you know, when like Vision is distracted and ends up shooting Rhodey out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. And and like, <laughs> if Vision could have cut Rhodey in half in in like effortlessly. Yeah, but even even then, like Falcon lands and he's like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry." And Tony just like hits him with a, with a <laughs> yeah. blast right in the chest. It's like you know, if he wanted to, like he, his guard was down, he could have just killed him. Yeah, easily. So it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, even then he's just like, you know, <laughs> it's like gut punching someone as opposed to just like roundhousing them. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, all right. So you reckon, you reckon Hot Fuzz, I reckon the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah. I mean, let's see. Hopefully one day, hopefully by 2081, when we're in our nineties, <laughs> we can have movies uploaded into our brains. Man, I hope to live in night. I mean, there's a, there's a piece of me that's like, oh man, I want to live in ninety. There's a piece of me the other man's brain, uh, other brain. That's how like, many oh, brains do you have? How many brains do I have? Well, I have one. Okay, and uh, it's it's piloting this big old meat sack, <laughs> and it's doing a not very good job of it sometimes. <laughs> Especially not when you're talking on a podcast, on a, on a top three hundred fifty-five thousand podcast, and you just your your voice is letting the team down. Your your tongue twisted. <laughs> Did you know that uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just big old meat sack Gundams, you know? He's got this like little pink old thing in our head that's like piloting around a big old Gundam suit. Gundam. Yeah. Gundam. Yeah. You know what a Gundam is, don't you? Yeah, they're little robots. <laughs> little, I mean, they're like 100 feet tall, but you know, yeah. They're, they're well, little they're robots. Not, not the ones that you buy. They're no, tiny. No, no. I got a couple of model kits in my house. Some weeb, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, <can't laughs> that. I, I slide the apparently in there because, no, I am a gigantic weeb and I know it. Yeah. It's good to admit things. <laughs> is there anything else you want to admit? Let's turn this uh, into a confessions booth. Is, is, there, is there anything I want to confess? Not really. You know, okay. Nothing you can put on a podcast. Perfect. All right. Well, I was going to say the one thing about confession booths is like they're like anonymous and they're like not recorded. Um, then they're not all over the internet. And they're definitely you know, not shared on the internet. I mean, there's a whole lot of things I could try and like make you confess to, but the things you don't really remember from <laughs> primary school. So there's not a little, whole lot of point to that. All right. So even with this, and like we can get to this on air if you want. I don't care. Um, the difference between things I don't remember from high school and things that are complete fabrications that you have primary, woven. Primary have, school. Primary school. Have, Just as a correction, there. What did primary I say? Primary school. High school. Wow. High like, school. I mean, school. I, re- I remember most of the things that happened between the ages of fourteen and fifteen because I did two years of high school because I'm lazy. Okay. All right, what so let's go back to primary doing? school. The, the the things that you are the 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 that you are levying against me, the things that happen in primary school that are complete fabrications that you've just woven into existence, <laughs> just just <laughs> with just with sheer belief that they happened. I'm yeah, sitting here. Happened. I'm sitting here with the loom of Jack's existence, just you know, fabricating his entire life story. Yeah, weaving weaving baskets and lies. 
Uh, nope, you know what? I said it at your wedding speech, and that makes it true. And that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> I don't even remember what you said during the speech, to be honest. I don't remember anything in my wedding speeches. Just that whole, like, ex- just everything was a blur about that day. Yeah. My, going, in hindsight, my entire wedding was just like the, the whole day start to finish is just like a blur. I don't, I remember absolutely nothing. I remember pieces of it, but just like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so for mine, you were my best man for those people listening that might not know. So, the, what was at the morning of, I don't even remember, I woke up with a massive rash all over my body, <laughs> over my chest, that was like just from nerves, I think, but was weird because like, I wasn't nervous, but it was like, it was like an, like an allergy, like I'd brushed up against poison ivy or something. It was really weird. Yeah. So, I had a shower and that kind of helped it went down and then what we set up the reception venue and then we went to the secondary location to get to get dressed and ready yeah. and stuff. And we the crows golf. Are- yeah, we, we were putting. We, we were just, no, 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 we were putting golf, weren't we? No. No, that was that was Sam. That was Sam's when we spent the whole morning putting, playing papa. That was good. That was good. Now, you're waiting, we went to your... Yeah, we went to the secondary place and we got ready and we took some photos. Yeah, had br- like breakfast the n- night before or two nights before. Crows had won the prelim final. To mm, so watch so that again, watch the replay of that. Realize that we didn't have nearly as much time as we thought. Quickly got ready. Life, like yeah, and then went to the ceremony and uh, and I'd, yeah, I'd then photos afterwards and reception. And then I was like so nervous at the reception, I left. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yep. They like announced all of you guys, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And then they like called our name, and I was like, "All right, awesome!" So we walked out, and then I just did a complete lap. I just walked straight out of the back. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh. that was like one of those things. I should have just started drinking as soon as I got to the reception. I was just like nervous about all of a sudden being in front of people again, like a, yeah. a huge group of people in that little. I don't know. That was really, really weird. I, I don't really get nerves like that. And I wasn't nervous at the ceremony. It was all the same people. It was weird. Yeah, I mean, it's weird how you can be like that. Because like, I remember Sam's wedding, like, um, same thing. Like, all, all day, I was fine. And I remember, like, Sam coming up and be like, oh, like, the car will be here in about 15 minutes. And then just, like, immediately just, like, drowning in sweat. Like, I was just so nervous about the whole thing. And I was like, this isn't even my day. Nothing about this is about me. I'm literally nah. just the person here. And, yeah, I'm, like, feeling like I'm going to drown. Like, because, yeah, nerves are weird. And you weren't even doing the weirdest thing. I I, <laughs> I was doing the weirdest thing at their ceremony because I was not facing them. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Do you remember yeah. like about halfway through the talk, I realized I'm like, ah, I'm looking kind of just like straightforward. Like I was like 90 degrees to them and I should have yeah. been like at a 45. <laughs> and so I just very, very like slowly. And because I was the best man at that wedding, there was yeah. no one in front of me except for Sam. So I just realized, yeah, because like my, I mean, I was looking at them, but my body was like, you know, like my head was like craned around so I could look at them. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, at least Zen didn't pass out at your wedding. Yeah, I, I mean, he, ref- he refused story. to be in my wedding. So, yeah. for that very reason, he's like, "Nah, dog, <laughs> I'm I'm two for two on passing out at weddings. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just sit this one out." Yeah, can't can't leave with that one. Nah, be your Z dog. 
Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, what is we, one of the things, man? Like, you can. The, I don't want to say they bring out the worst in people, but yeah, they are like everyone involved. They're like a they're they bring no out ranking. the people in people. That's for sure. They bring out the people in people. Yeah, yeah. But nah, I've been to some good weddings. Been to some. Been to some crazy weddings. My cousin's wedding is still probably one of my favorite I've ever been to because we got there at like four o'clock and the ceremony had already been done privately because the bride was so nervous. So that we just got there and got handed champagne and beer and then went straight into the reception. So oh. that was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, any wedding like that where like, you know, all the ceremony yeah. stuff is over pretty quick and it's just like a nice afternoon, evening. It's pretty good. I remember doing shots with my mum at my wedding. It was the first time I'd ever done a shot with my mum. That's a nice memory. And all, yeah, all my friends being like, oh, get on country life. And mum's just like, yeah, shots. I, um, I, don't, I don't think I've ever done shots with either of my parents. Maybe that's something I should, I should do. I, can't, I don't remember what it was, but someone, someone ordered shots and mum walked up and I was there. And mum was like, yeah, we're giving one too. I was like, all right, let's go. This is happening. This is happening. This might as well happen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, damn. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, I, I just, uh, it's one of those things where we've been talking about weddings for quite a while, and I want to kind of handbrake away from weddings because, because why not? So, yeah? Let's talk about divorces then. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Number one famous divorce. What do you reckon? Is it like? Brad and and Jennifer or Brad and Angelina? No, we go with with, uh, with Yay and Kim. Like, we have a topical. Are they together still? Or no, no, they're divorced. I thought they were still together. Nah, they just they did. they recently divorced. Why is I was gonna say why is he still on recent episodes of Kardashians? Then? For, for recent episodes like twenty fifteen. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't watch that. I don't Why watch are you that crap. Watch <laughs> You're bringing it up like it's recent. You're like, yeah, I don't watch it, but you know, hey. I don't know. I was watching some clip and he was like talking about how his family are superheroes. And I was like, yeah, pretty well, I guess. You talk about like uh, <laughs> body enhancements, <laughs> super serums. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, we don't have to talk about famous divorces. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a depressing subject, you know. Like, especially yeah, you in that regard, because there's a whole lot of other things going on there, and <laughs> mental illness is awful. Way to bring the show down, my guy. Yeah, bring <laughs> the show down. We 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 go on for. We need Zen here to liven yeah, it up, and get, it's the depression now with Jack and Rob. Why did I forget my own name? <laughs> that's, how, that's how depressed you are. You're like, Eeyore, like, my name doesn't even matter, boys. Man, it's uh, weird thinking of Eeyore in, like, hindsight. You're this, like, character that's a, this is like a, like a, just representative of depression in general. It's just a children's cartoon. Yeah, like, just a defeatist, like, uh, Murphy's law-abiding citizen just in... Just in like the one hundred acre woods, just chilling. Like yeah. it is it is weird. Like there's no there's no Looney Tune that's just like you know, always on the verge. <laughs> you know, Bugs doesn't ever have to talk Daffy off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
<laughs> it is oh. weird. It's a weird thing for Eeyore to just be always so down in the dumps in a children's cartoon. Yeah. And then you got Tigger, on the other hand, who's just, like, happy all the time. Like, yeah. overly happy. Like, it's, it's, the, it's the complete counter-opposite. Speaking of Looney Tunes, though, um, uh, Looney Tunes. <laughs> That's what we were... Space yeah. Jam 2. Yeah. So, I haven't seen the trailer, but um, I was being told about it today. So, it's one of those hard things, because, like, watching it as an adult, like, who was a kid when the first movie came out, it's really easy to go, this looks like crap. Yeah. Like, this is going to be bad. But in hindsight, if you go back and watch Space Jam now, it's, look, let's be totally honest, it's not very good. (laughs) I know a lot of people out there probably hate me for saying that. Yeah. But it really isn't. It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of things wrong. In hindsight, with that movie, Michael Jordan cannot act to save his life. I always thought he did a pretty good job in that. I mean, he did a pretty good job for someone who's not an actor, but that doesn't yeah. mean he did an actually good job. Yeah, that's fair. Which, I mean, you watch the new Space Jam 2 trailer and LeBron can't act. Like, that's... that's well, at least they're staying cool. true in that, in that <laughs> sense. Yeah. But it ends up with that problem, you know, like, I, I can look at it and go, oh, yeah, as an adult, and be like, man, this, this looks bad. But at the end of the day, like, there were kids out there. Like, I was eight when Space Jam came out. Yeah. And there'll be kids out there, you know, you've got to look at it through the eyes of an eight-year-old and go, man, what would an eight-year-old think of this? And they're probably going to think this is the best thing ever. Hopefully. I mean, I, I still hope it's a good movie. From yeah. what I've heard, it's, it, what, like, it's Cyber Space Jam? Uh, yeah. So it's basically like a, so obviously, like, Looney Tunes aren't particularly, like, relevant in yeah. 2021. So the movie is banking on this more style of, oh, like, you Ralph know. breaks the internet, almost? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of banking on this whole, like, everyone, like, the Looney Tunes is like a property of Marvel, a property of Marvel, property of DC, or, sorry, Warner Brothers, and, yeah. you know, all this, and Warner Brothers own all these different properties, and, you know, they haven't been particularly valid in a long time. Yeah. And the movie's kind of banking on, it's got all these different characters from different stuff you know, being like, oh, look, you know, we don't really matter anymore. And they're sort of making a comeback on, on that sort of, like, it's a, it seems like a hybrid between um, uh, Looney, not Looney Tunes, sorry, uh, Space Jam and Ready Player One. Yeah, so, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like the Iron Giants in, in Space Jam 2. Uh, oh. Yeah, the Iron, yeah, um, I remember seeing something about the Invisible Man being in there. The mask is a character. Uh, there's mm. a reference to the White Walkers from Game of Thrones, which is a very weird little character to throw in there. That's super weird. It's, it's a bit strange. Especially, there's a few of those characters that, that are very much not kids' characters that are going to show up. It's going to be a little bit strange to see how they all sort of like play out. Look, like, a, a part of me wants to say, like, there are smarter people working on it than, than you and I who who know how this kind of stuff works and and are going to be able to figure it out and do a good job. But, like, but then there's a part of me that's like, you know what? Actually, no, a lot of people <laughs> who make these kind of movies go, how about we put all of the things that, like, we think are going to work simply to make money and then it just falls flat? Like, it seems weird to me. Like, even you bringing it up is kind of a weird thing. But yeah. I hadn't thought of it in the sense that, like, Looney Tunes aren't relevant. 
like no. what like 10 years ago they made that or even more than that probably like 15 years ago they made that movie looney tunes back in action which was like the brendan fraser yeah um timothy dalton movie where like you know they were like it's like indiana jones meets james bond type thing and so sorry just a question looney tunes back in action came out 18 years ago 18 years ago yeah. wow Okay, so that even even more to the point, they were back. <laughs> they were back in action almost two decades ago. So, so reading something about this, when the, just a little synopsis that comes off on Google is when DJ Drake's movie star father <laughs> gets kidnapped. DJ Drake. So, eighteen years ago, we're gonna interesting. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, okay. So, did Drake actually get his name from Looney Tunes back in action? Uh, that would be hilarious if it did, but I have no idea. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, 18 years ago, was that before Nathan Drake? Uh, yeah, yeah, well and truly. So uh, are, we, are we cracking the code? Because that was kind of the character Brendan Fraser played, is this like jungle adventurer kind of thing. So did Naughty Dog and Drake both lift things from Looney Tunes <laughs> back in action? <laughs> We've blown the case wide open. They didn't think we would notice, but we did. I mean, I almost didn't, but you did. Um, yeah, so so almost two dec- decades ago, the Looney Tunes were, in quotes, back in action. Yeah, so when you that think about that, they did like, something relevant. Yeah, like an actual feature length movie, anything like that. So now, yeah, you got like twenty years later. I, I get like I haven't thought about it, but I didn't even really watch many Looney Tunes cartoons outside of Space Jam when I was a kid. Anyway. So, like, yeah, now when there's, like, every other thing under the sun to, to take kids' attention away, like, yeah, Looney Tunes aren't massive. It is kind of a weird thing that they would even decide to, you know, like, retouch it. It's an awesome idea, like, you know, merging yeah. basketball and Space Jam. It is really cool. But um, I don't know. Like, I, like, I almost think that they should have done, like, a, a direct, like, just a complete remake. Like, you know, um, LeBron plays Jordan's role. Aliens come down. There's still talent from the NBA players. You got Harden's talents gone. You know, Giannis has been zapped. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have this weird feeling. I remember reading something about Harden was the one player that couldn't appear in this movie because of contracting issues between Adidas and Nike. Oh, okay, interesting. Yes. So from memory, I reckon Harden isn't in it because, yeah, because in the movie they wanted Harden to wear Nike gear and being an Adidas contract player, he couldn't wear couldn't do Nike gear. So I'm pretty sure he's the one person that couldn't appear in Space Jam 2. There you go. Interesting. Like I, I, I could, I I could still... totally be wrong with that. Fact check. I mean, it seems um, about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to see how it's going to play out. I'll still go and watch it because, like, oh, it's, it's Space I'm, I'm Jam. And... Yeah. And like at the end of the day, it's like Looney Tunes playing basketball with with LeBron. Like, yeah, you, I don't. I don't have you kids, can't mess I would it definitely up take my. I don't have kids, but obviously, I'll, I'll take my nephews to go see it if I get the chance. You can like, just take me, your friend. And yeah, I can just go watch. It you, can be, you can be my nephew. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Wally, give her a hat that says nephew. <laughs> as long as you wear one that says uncle. <laughs> oh, here's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Still, my great, my favorite quote about that Ruby line is Lindsay telling the story of how Monty was like walking into the recording booth and being like, "All right, Lindsay, can you just do it one more time and make it more uh, like Asian?" <laughs> 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 well, which is great, which is great. 
Oh, I miss Monty. Yeah, me too, man. I tell you about that time I was in the Marion Shopping Centre, and like I swear, I saw someone that was the spitting image of him, like exactly like Monty. And I was like, I did a double take, and this is like four or five years after he passed away, and I was like, what? Damn! <laughs> like, what if he just retired to Adelaide? <laughs> just ret- <laughs> oh. I wish. I wish that was the case. But um, this, this strange little reminds me of. Mum um, once told me that she saw Freddie Mercury at uh, the Ingle Farm Shopping Centre in Adelaide many, many, many years ago. Well, it's got to be many years ago. It wasn't recently. <laughs> it wasn't recently. I reckon Mum said she was a teenager, and obviously it was would have been the seventies. And mum, I mean, it was eighties. That was the eighties. Surely she wasn't a teenager in the seventies. Okay, in the eighties, mum's not. My mum's not that old. No, she's going to hate me for that. Not that she would hear it. Right? Yeah, I was going to say never listen to this ever. <laughs> that what was he doing sense. in Ingle Farm? I have no idea. He was in Adelaide for some some reason. And did they do, the they do a show he, in Adelaide? Yeah, well, back in the eighties, they did. I mean, it was. Just yeah. yeah, I mean, it's Queen, right? They're one of the biggest things in the world yeah. ever. So, yeah. It's just, yeah, strange back in back then. They're just, you know, like, oh, it was tour around and, yeah. Then go to Ingle Farm. I guess, like, <laughs> it, I guess it's one of those things where, like, before the internet and before people just being, like, photo, like, photo on a smartphone and chuck it on Insta and then all of a sudden everyone knows you're in Ingle Farm, like, you could probably get away with just, like, Going places and doing oh, stuff. Oh hell yeah! You can just do whatever. Like celebrities back in the day probably could really do you know whatever they wanted, and that it was no real consequences. But it's just like you know, you talk about like like cancer culture and stuff these days. But like, because back in the day, they could literally do like there was no you know super criticism of what people did. They just did things. No, they yeah, that's why pretty that's normal why- human beings, and they just you know. That's why cancel culture has swung so far in the opposite direction. It's because people did get away with stuff for so yeah, long. Yeah, that, that was that whole thing. Yeah, people could just get away with doing whatever they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, shopping, like shopping in Angle Farm. The absolute oh. hubris of Freddie Mercury. But uh, I've, I've not seen I, I don't even... a Freddie Mercury movie. Uh, is it called Queen? Bohemian. No, I haven't. I have not either. I haven't. Um, there's a bit of controversy around it, and I didn't really follow it. I'll be honest; like, and this isn't a hot take. I'm sure people will probably be upset that I said it, but whatever. Like, Queen's fine, and they have like a handful of good songs, in my opinion. I don't think like, and it's probably just because it's before my time, and I just I missed the boat or whatever. But I don't care enough about Queen to see the Bohemian movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm on board. Like all, all, all power to the people who liked it and wanted to go see it, but it's like, don't stop me now, banger. Bohemian Rhapsody, smash it. You know, there's a, probably a couple others. Those two are the ones for me. You know, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Would you? I don't know who's someone you haven't seen live that you would that you would love to see live artist artist wise. Uh, Idols. I don't you don't know who that is, but I would hundred percent. No, I don't know if I know who that is. Yeah, there's sort of been like 
there's been this bands I've been listening to like over over quarantine and just sort of thinking like man like if if I get the opportunity because like one of the things that quarantine made you sort of like over the last year make you really think like man like bands that have put albums out and I've never never seen like who would I actually go see because you just yeah and yeah Idols is like very high up there they put a bit of a pretty good out pretty good album last year. I would definitely love to see live. Um, or oh, we talking. I was talking with a friend the other day, and obviously with um, a system of a down, put new music out this year, and they would a hundred percent be at the, one of the top of my list of bands to see live because I just think that would be incredible. That'd be wild. That would be absolutely wild. And then the other one, big one, um, My Chemical Romance, I missed out. Like, they're one of those bands I probably should have seen in my teen years when I had the opportunity and I missed it. And, you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, man, I really should have gotten to see them when I was younger now that they're sort of all broken up. and Yeah. Yeah, they were one of those bands. I'd love to see. Yeah. That's fair. I think my standard is just, like, pop and run the jewels, other two. Oh. RTJ would be an incredible, incredible yeah. live act. I think like it's probably one of those things where they're either just like just another hip hop act, you know, or or they are like by by far and large the best you'd ever see. Like I, I don't know where they would land. Like I'm sure the show would still be amazing. Like I love hip hop. Yeah, and like every like live hip hop show I've gone to has been great. So I just don't know if it's like it would just be like that or whatever. It's one of those Thank things you- where. Oh, sorry. No, okay. no, no. I was gonna say, have you heard the? I think it's there's a, a recording from Splendor on the Grass from I'm um, what year did I'm gonna say like 2014 or 2015, mm. where RTJ first came out and toured RTJ two. Yeah, and I've heard some of the recordings from the concert of that year, and they they just like you know just like you know RTJ were on the bill and everyone's pretty excited about it, you know, and then they played. Um, uh, close your eyes and count to F, and no one in the crowd knew that Zach De La Roche was actually in the country. People were just like, you know, whatever. Oh, damn. And then they hit the verse, and Zach De La Roche just runs out from backstage and just starts going for it, and everyone's just like, what is happening? What is happening? Like, no one, absolutely no one expected him to be there or to turn up or anything like that, and it just, like, it's crazy. You listen to the recording, and it's just, like, goes from being this, yeah, like, RTJ playing to just the crowd, just, you just hear the screaming, and, yeah, it's a pretty incredible, incredible recording. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Yeah, like, I don't think I've been to a show with that many people. Like, when the Hilltop Woods did their Drinking from the Sun, Walking Under Stars restrung album and then toured that. I went and saw them at the Entertainment Centre and they had the uh, symphony orchestra behind them and stuff. And they filled the Entertainment Centre, all the seats at the back and the entire auditorium. And we were two rows from the front. Mm. So we were like right in amongst a massive crowd. One of those ones where you can't leave to pee. Like you just, you'd never make it out and you'd never make it back. So that's probably the like largest volume of people I've been amongst. But some of the, or like even I guess like the one night stand at Lucendale was probably a couple thousand people. Be looking at like RTJ shows, like there hasn't like you know five to ten thousand people at a show. I can't even fathom being in a crowd like that. Where like 
you know, the standing GA part is 5,000 people and you're like managing to be right, right near the front. That's yeah. wild. I, I can remember going to, I'm going to say it's 2011 or 2012, uh, a Soundwave festival. It was just sort of like, it was one of the last Soundwaves where they just basically had no regulations for uh, for like crowd capacities. Because in the later ones, they started basically like segregating the crowds off the bigger um uh, the bigger acts, they'd be say, mm-hmm. okay, there's only a certain number of act- people that can get in front of the stage basically at one time. And I can remember going up for a few of the acts and basically you get sort of midway midway into the crowd and, you know, you're still sort of like 20 or 30 people back and yet it gets so tight for space that you put your hands up in the air and you just can't get them down again because you're just yeah. jammed in that much. And you think about that now, I cannot imagine being crammed into a space with, you know, between five and ten thousand people, just that tight. Uh, you think in a yeah. COVID world, that's just like mind blowing to think that hey, that was a something we just casually did. That's probably gone. Gear. That's probably gone forever, right? Oh, I don't know. I think give it a couple of years, maybe that'll be that'll be something we'll we'll all sort of go again. I guess, I guess. you do kind of look at like I mean, so footy seasons back in Adelaide. Um, at Adelaide Oval, I think like a max capacity for that ground is like say fifty thousand, and mm-hmm. due to COVID restrictions, I think max is like forty at the moment. Um, and you have to wear a mask upon entry and exit, and if you're walking from like your seat to the toilet or to get a beer or whatever, you have to have a mask on, which is like a small price to pay. To you can take your mask off in your seat and go absolutely ham, um, you know, while watching the yeah. footy, which is awesome. Um, but it is funny to see how like quickly people just like have reverted back to the old ways. Yeah. Almost like, I mean, there's the majority and it's going to get like political. I don't really want it to go there. Like r- whether you believe that the, the thing is a hoax or not, I think there's people that do believe that it's real and have still been like, oh, well, in Adelaide, we haven't had a, a case of like community transmission in like five, six months. We are good to go. Like I don't have to check in, really don't need to sanitize. It's like these are probably like, even at the gym. I don't know about you, but there's like antibacterial spray, and you wipe the equipment you've used down after you use it, so the next person it's it's clean for the next person, right? It's like yeah. that's something we probably should have been doing at the gym anyway, like before yeah. COVID, or like you know when you're in a restaurant, you sanitize your hands before you walk in, or at a clothing thing where you just like you know like so maybe we'll get back to it. At a concert, I think like everyone will be a little bit more conscious for a little while. But you're right. Once like vaccines roll out and most people are feeling pretty secure in their skin again, yeah. And then, and, and then you add time to that. Yeah, you're right. We'll probably get back to it in three three years or so. Yeah, that's probably one of the big things about like COVID and the plus side of seeing it is like people just being like, oh, like hygiene is important. Yeah, like, I remember we went to, like we um. With a show at the Adelaide Fringe, and one of the big things I'd noticed that was different this year in years of in years gone by from this year was that, uh, cl- like the cleanliness. So we, I remember we stepped up from it. So we we sat down at like just a random little table and had our dinner, and we got up and we walked away. And I turned around and someone had walked up and like wiped down, had like a antibacterial thing and wiped down all of the stuff we sat on, all the table, all the the chairs and stuff. 
which is something that in the past you'd you'd never see something like that. You know, at a, at a festival that was just like or oh, whatever, like you just you just deal with other people's crot and grime. It was just part and parcel of going to a festival. But yeah, you these days actually, yeah, you didn't even think about it. You go, oh, whatever, like people are gross, and you just move on with your life. But it actually yeah. go to somewhere. But okay, yep, we're gonna we're gonna clean up everything after everyone sits down and does something. Is 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 uh is nice. Yeah, it is, and I think like that's probably something that will carry through. Yeah. Uh, yeah, into the future, which is which is I think probably as you said, a plus for the better. Yeah, because so. people are gross. People are gross. Like, and they don't even mean to be, but it's like you know, think about like. <laughs> You say people like you say people don't mean to be gross, but you're a tradie. You know, you know just as well as I do how gross people can possibly be. Yeah, but gross. like again, like I don't think necessarily the the p- general public are mean to be gross, but it's like yeah, I'd want to hope so. Yeah, I mean, you don't you like even you think of like people like what annoys me is like the older people that are in supermarkets that are still just like coughing over apples and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, you guys are the ones that are at risk. Stay home or wear a mask, man. Why are you over here coughing on cheese and, and, and bananas and stuff? Well, I know cheese and bananas aren't necessarily next to each other, but they're in the realm. Like all in, your fancy cheeses, they're in the same my, section. Oh, so the fancy cheeses, I say, because well, all, all, all weathers, all weathers, all weathers, all weathers in the state these days are like the same, same yeah, layout. Yeah. Because yeah. in ours, we got like, fruit and veg, fancy cheese, and cheese on the other side. We're talking about Woolworths last now. This is the Jack and Jack and Throw on the Tony Podcast. I forget your name again. <laughs> I know if you managed to get one word right in the last 35 seconds, honestly. Uh, Look, yeah. Words are difficult. What are words, and- man? They're just the sound. They're just sounds. And word is the, the sound that we use for words. Right. See, what is love? I tell you what does hurt me is like I feel like yeah it's good that all Woolworths like layouts are the same and stuff but what annoys me is when like they're ninety percent the same and then the bread aisle is completely different to where it should be like where let's get this bread point me in the general direction and I'll find it but it's completely missing I hate it. See, in my Woolworths now, the bread aisle is where the chocolate used to be, and it always throws you for a loop. You go like, mm-hmm. oh, they said chocolate should be, and like, 15 years of programming. Oh, Mel. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. 15 years of programming says chocolate's there, and now our brain's like, no, nah, brah, bread. Speak- Speaking of that chocolate, uh, have you had the marble caramel? Ooh, I have. Did you like it? So... So my my, I mean it's chocolate. So I just, I mean I've got a sweet tooth. So I like I like it quite a lot. Yeah. But like, the weird thing about it is when you eat it, the first taste you get is just like the 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 caramel completely overpowers the marble. Yeah. And then as you eat it gradually, the marble flavor like bleeds into the the caramel mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah. But overall, I'd say I like it. But the marble flavor is. Sorry, the caramel flavor is so much stronger than the marble flavor that it just it you may as well just just eat caramel. So I have a I have a slightly differing opinion because like I don't necessarily like caramel. I think it's too much of whatever it is. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, but I think that like the marble like offsets it enough and like accents it in such a way that actually makes it quite delicious to eat mm, i do like marble a lot 
I just think it like it it it's basically caramel, like what you said it is, but it's like winding the notch back two or three times to a point where I'm like, this is delicious, and I've eaten yeah. all of all of it now. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, well, sitting in the corner, going, "Where's my chocolate?" I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I it was here a second ago. Did you eat it? I didn't. I didn't eat it. Do, do um, you know the convenience supermarket where you live now? Because like I drove around like your suburb the other day, and I was like, I don't know where I'm going. Uh yeah, I was just about to say I was like rude of you to drive around my suburb and not come visit me, realizing you had just left my house. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, driving around your suburb trying to turn right into South Road was was not fun. But... Yeah, well, I appreciate. You saying my suburb? Because if it was Jaunty, he would have tried to give away my address by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just, we'll just say uh, nah. Let it, you don't have to say anything. Park. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We've done podcasts from that location. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> right, I'll bleep it. <laughs> I don't think we uh, ended up doing an intro to this. <laughs> <laughs> the Jack and Rob podcast. Oh, yeah. You, you said it about 11 times. That's fine. <laughs> we were Jack and Rob. If you didn't figure it out before then, I'm Jack. He's Rob. Uh, I reckon we're pretty close. That probably what does it for the week. Before um, we get into the meteorology section of the podcast, I'm going to like hit the big old red button. Say thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the secret sound at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man, there right. was some absolute gold on, on Google. Go Google and then... <laughs> Tell me about the logo. And someone's made a fake Kadena High School. Kadena High School ID for someone named Bruce Wayne. And I don't know whose face this is, but it's not a pretty mug. So I feel is bad. Chance, but it's mine. Can uh, you share it? No, no, this person is uh, 90, 90. This person is 90. We'll just go with that. 90, 90. Yeah. All right. Is it worth putting it up on the Facebook or would that be mean? Um, I have no idea who this person is. So, I mean, I guess we could put their face on the internet. But... I don't know what the rules surrounding that are. I mean, they put they already put their face on the internet, so we can add their face more to the internet. Maybe you know who that is. Do you know who that is? Um, it kind of looks like a young walking phoenix. There's a chance. What year is that? Valid until 2020. So that's recent. Nah, there's no way. That's got to be like a fake. Because that's like what? Student number 12345. It's obviously a fake ID and the name and everything's fake. I'm just more curious about the picture. Like who? I, I reckon that's an actor. That's like a Hollywood. Oh, you know who that is? I reckon that's the kid who plays Bruce Wayne on Gotham. Ah. So that's probably like Sam or Jeff from the IT at Kadena Memorial yep. being like, yep, we got to make like a mock-up thing. And that's that. I couldn't have found a portrait that fix, fix, fits. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Kadena Memorial, man. <laughs> yeah. The easiest solution is probably Jeff, the best. Yeah. Jeff's cupcake, man. Cupcake, man, right? 
Jeff, Jeff was uh, Jeff was the guy that built my PC back in the day, 2013. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then him and uh, and Sam, they're good. There were uh, basically there were a good 25 minutes of me to be like, I need to go get my MacBook fixed, and then they would just go up there and shoot the breeze with them for 25 minutes. We'd laugh about all the guys that had viruses on their computers from watching porn, and then we'd, <laughs> I'd go back to class. <laughs> Because you weren't one of the guys. With I wasn't one you, of the guys. I, uh, I had the virus on my MacBook that would, it like because Apple's don't get viruses, right? But like mm. for whatever reason, there was a program that I had that was on my computer, like a virus. I don't really know how it worked because apparently they don't get viruses. I think it was like an antivirus software that I had installed on my computer. But because obviously Macs don't need that, right? Like it was clearly like malware of some sort and it would just open up porn sites at random intervals <laughs> on my computer. Like I would have my laptop, I would like sit it on the kitchen table and not touch it for like an hour, go back to it and there would be a bunch of websites open. I was like, I was like, you know, family, a test. I have not touched this computer. And sure enough, it was just like, yeah, malware or something. So I literally had a virus that would open porn instead of porn that would open up viruses. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that just about does us for the week. <laughs> <laughs> just finishing up with a casual old wholesome conversation about pornography. It's about viruses, man. That's the problem. Viruses. So I've had viruses. Programs. I've never really had viruses on my computer that do weird things. They've been kind of boring. Just mostly just make like, everything crash. Yeah, that's the thing that like just run slow, like just absolutely yeah. fill the computer Ugh. to the brim with crap and just stop it from working. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I usually yeah. get. And it's just such a pain. I mean, yeah, and back in the day when your computer didn't have a lot of resources to spare. Yeah. So they get a virus that's running a program in the background and you're like, oh, oh, it doesn't look like I'm doing much today. Yeah, an absolute nightmare. Anyway, thankfully, we don't have to deal with that today because I have to go and edit this podcast now. So mm-hmm. well, we'll put it out for you lovely people and we'll do another one soon. It's uh, It's been interesting just having two people on the show. We don't often yeah. do that. Yeah, let's hope Ari can jump on board next time or even zen or both of them so that we have just like a good vibe i mean this was good i think we did well i can't wait though for just just tomorrow when all of the things that we've sent messages to ari today on he just checks in tomorrow you know yeah i I get the feeling that tomorrow i'm gonna get like a whole lot of messages from him being like why did you do that nah bro you won't get messages from him that they're formal (laughs) (laughs) too formal (laughs) It's way too formal to get a message from him. For the listener at home, Ari was actually supposed to be on this episode, and um, with like ten minutes to go before the episode, he just signed off of Discord, and we called him and messaged him and delayed recording for about an hour, and no, nothing. So he's off soaring logs, and we're here doing podcasts. So that's pretty good. Um, thank you for listening. You can check out our other podcast. What are you talking about? It's all about Star Wars. A uh, new one coming out soon, The Animation Generation. Uh, check out John T's videos about crypto, John Head Crypto on YouTube. 
Uh, and then you can check out the stream, twitch.tv slash tigerphonics or Jack and Hat. One of those two, I'm playing games on there sometimes. And join the Discord server, which I think is called Tigerphonics and Friends. But there will be a link to the Discord server on Facebook. So if you go check us out on Facebook or Instagram, you'll find all of those links to all of those things. Thanks for listening, guys. And Rob, thanks for joining me, man. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, damn. Do <laughs> mm. <laughs> you capture the soundbite and now just like throughout the other podcast, you're like, mmm. It's a magic cow. <laughs> Time for the magic cow. Mmm. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. I don't know what the problem was with that last one, but let's just do a quick sound check and we'll see what happens. G. G? Is that yeah. what? Is that the, the note that was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I'm a little bit disappointed that's in the sound check and not the, <laughs> <laughs> not the episode. Uh, hang on. All right.